May peace be with everyone. 今天晚上我们一起来学习的题目是当你心怀不平。The topic for mutual encouragement tonight is when you fret. 我们人是一种情绪的动物。And as men, we're a emotional animal. 每天都有不同的情绪的起伏。Every day we have different waves of emotion. 我们的情绪往往会左右我们的判断还有对事情的一种反应。And more than often, emotions does influence the way that we make judgment. Even though we have rationale, but frequently we find ourselves not doing things according to our rationale because our emotional power is greater. And there are different kinds of emotions. There are positive ones, there are also negative ones. And in in our everyday life, the biggest influence of all is the negative side of emotions that influence us. So, how to control our emotions? Not just the情绪，不要被它左右你的决定，是一种不单只是生活的经验，也是一种灵修的功夫。So so as we read the book of Psalm, we find that Psalm is, is, was experiencing a lot of uh, challenges in life. As a matter of fact, each uh, environment or surrounding will bring about its own uh, challenges or emotions. And emotions itself uh, is likened to the wave of the sea that it can capsize you. So how did this psalmist face his own emotion? And in our recent Bible study schedule that we are reading the book of Psalms, so in this book of Psalms, he was facing a special emotion. This emotion is called sin-wise-bu-ping. And this kind of emotion is fret. Let's turn to Psalm chapter 37, verse 1. Psalm chapter 37, verse 1. Do not fret because of evil doers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. And let's skip to verse 7. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him. Who prospers in his way because of men who brings wicked schemes to pass. Verse 8 Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret, it only causes harm. Uh, in this short passage of Psalm chapter 37, uh, this word fret has already been mentioned for three times. And I believe that the psalmist has been influenced greatly by fretting. Is there any occasions in your life that you experience fretting? Is there anything that you feel like fretting over? When you fret over about something, it means that you find yourself not able to find the uh, the balance of it. 当然这个字的, 
And of course, the meaning of this word uh, fret, uh, it means that it's hot, uh, furious, or burning. And just like to a volcanic eruption, uh, your emotion just exploded. But more than often, the reason why you fret over the things is because uh, others has caused you to be uh, furious. Uh, say, for instance, uh, you have uh, always uh, help out with other people's needs. And you could have uh, been helping this person for the longest time, uh, yet at one point, uh, he turned around and backstabbed you. And you're very furious. And you felt the injustice. Uh, why are you treating me this way when I treat you right? And on the other hand, uh, there's also another instance how we feel uh, that we, are, we have fret. When you refer to the environments that we live in, uh, for instance, our family or the work or any other places, and there are many things that is unfair happen. And maybe that is uh, targeting you per se. And you think that you have not been uh, treated fairly. Or rather, your family has not been treated fairly. And you have uh, put in a lot, but yet you did not get uh, the same in return. And you notice that for those evildoers or for those who are sluggards, uh, they got what they wanted. And then they could have gained so much uh, prosperity in their work. And their, uh, their livelihood is becoming better. You may be the one who keep the words of God. Uh, but there's, uh, you don't have much achievements in this world. And you find that yourself has been uh, taken advantage of uh, most, uh, more than often. So as all these accumulates, uh, you have this sense of imbalance in you. And in terms of uh, your, your views of the society, uh, it could uh, means that you have a negative uh, connotation towards the society. Or maybe you will become an extremist. And there are some people who just find that they just cannot control what they think. Uh, they could do things of violence. Therefore, we need to be very cautious over negative emotions. If there's always a trigger of your wrath or your anger just because someone else has treated you unfairly, then we're the one who actually frets. So what is the influence of us uh, fret over things? The most uh, important thing that you will lose is to lose the uh, joys and peace. Uh, please turn to 
Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29. He who is slow to wrath has great understanding, but he who is impulsive exalts folly. If you always fret over things, uh, and you always find yourself in wrath, and you are considered as being impulsive, that simply only demonstrates your foolishness. And over at verse 30, it says, A sound heart is live to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. And we know that cancer cells can actually dry up uh, your healthy cells. Uh, therefore, you find that those people who suffer uh, from cancer, usually they lose a lot of weight. And the tumor will grow larger by the day. In the same token, uh, this kind of negative emotion is just like a spiritual tumor. And every moment, every day, you have been thinking about how people are uh, treating you unfairly. And you think about unfairness every day. And of course, there's no happy and joy. In you. Even if you believe in the Lord, but there's no peace of God in you. And if you don't have peace uh, in your body, then you don't have any other uh, this uh, peace. And you cannot sleep well, you cannot eat well. Because your heart is simply. Uh, fretting over things. And the only one who's suffering is you yourself. And there's another extreme on the outcome. Uh, please turn to Psalm chapter 37, verse 8. Psalm chapter 37, verse 8. Verse 8 Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. It says over here that for people who fret, uh, it's very easy for them to do uh, wicked things. At the beginning, this person may be just being angry. And, but such kind of anger will be enlarged. And this kind of anger or this kind of emotion actually burn down your, your rationale. And yet, at the end, you find yourself being irrational. Then you begin to do evil things. And uh, to do evil, there are different kind of facets. And there are some people driving on the street uh, trying to get to work. And there is someone who just cut you over at the front without uh, uh, signaling. And he's angry. And he just want to get it over with. Or maybe people point middle fingers at you. And then you also do, do likewise. And then suddenly you have this road rage. And then you stop 
both Overcome的人打赢了。Overcome的人打赢了。Overcome的人打赢了。Overcome的人打赢了。Overcome的人打赢了。Overcome的人打赢了。Overcome的人打赢了。Overcome的人打赢了。Overcome的人打赢了。
you, you probably felt that God is not doing anything and there's no fairness in this world. The promise of God never realized. And you look at me, I'm suffering so much now. If I don't do anything for myself, is there anything going to be changed? Uh, there's an English saying that uh, to take things on your own hand means that you don't want to wait for God's work. And this is kind of slogan that you always find in movies where it tells you that the judge, uh, the, the uh, judicial system is unfair, or the legal system is unfair. And so the guy just brought about uh, knives and uh, guns and started doing his own uh, justice. So people these days are exposed to so much of this kind of movies. They always feel that this world can never resolve my problem. It is only my own effort that I can do it. But however, a psalmist in the book of Psalm, he realized something in his life. Every time when he encounters unfairness, there are times when people are not treating him properly. And he reminded himself. And this is the time where God is trying him, whether he uh, is relying on God. Because if everything is so smooth sail in your life, uh, what's the point of you rely on God? You don't need to pray. You don't need to wait. It is only at this point when you face this kind of problem that you have to rely on God. So what do we mean by relying on God? The emphasis over here is that you need to remember what has been promised to you by God. What, do you what are you? On? What? What? What were you? Uh, what will you be feed on? It says over here you need uh, to feed on His full uh, faithfulness. When you are hungry in your spirit, when you are finding difficult in your spirit, you remember this one thing is that God is faithful. Even though God may allow someone else to take advantage of you at this point, but then God is always faithful. And David had this experience. After he defeated Goliath. And you find that his life later on was not smooth at all. Because uh, King Saul uh, was pursuing his life. And he was uh, fleeing for his life. And there are so many people he helped in the past try to keep a distance from him. Even to the point where all these people forgot what uh, the good that he has done for them, and then they even want to pay uh, evil on them. And in the past, uh, he looked after the uh, uh, sheep of uh, Nabal. 
知道拿波拿巴他在剪羊毛，应该很多食物，他想要去要求一些帮助。So Nabal knew uh better that David was fleeing for his life, and he needed this help, uh the food and everything else right now. 所以大卫就派人去要求拿巴说，哎，以前我帮你那么多啊，现在我需要一点东西，能不能帮一下？ So David uh, sent someone uh, to approach Nabal uh, that I have been helping you in the past for so much. Can you help us uh, this time around? Not only Nabal refused to help him. And he was so stingy to the point where he did not spare even a single penny, a single piece of bread. And he even attacked Uh, by words on David. Who's David? How can I give my food to someone uh, who's strange to me? And there are a lot of people uh, have been uh, betraying their own masters recently. And then so the way that he speaks was trying to ridicule uh, David. Surely in vain I have protected all that this fellow has in the wilderness, so that nothing was missed of all that belongs to him, and he has repaid me evil for good. So if you look at the emotion of a person, it's as such. So after he heard what Nabal has said, first he was so hurt. Why did you say that? 再来呢, and then he was so uh, disappointed. 他觉得, 他觉得我以前做的都是突然的, and he found that whatever he has done for him in the past was just in vain. Everything that I've done for him has nothing in return. 现在呢, so this person, Nabal, is trying to repay me evil for good. 真的, and David was indeed uh, hurt. Because David in the past uh, helped Nabal uh, many, many times. But Nabal pretended uh, that he did not know David, and not only so, uh, he was uh, being satirical in his words. I believe that brothers and sisters in our life, uh, there's always uh, experiences of such. If you help someone in the past, if you care for someone in the past, and when the person needed you, you accompany him, and you pray for him, and you spend a lot of time on him, even to the point you spend money to help him. But you find that this person in return hurt you. At that moment in time, you will find yourself be, uh, be enraged. Because at this point, David immediately exploded. Over at verse 22. 
He said, if I leave one male of all who belongs to Nabal by morning light. At this point in time, he did not remember a thing. The only thing that comes to his mind is vengeance. All he wanted is to turn his negative emotion into something that can hurt uh, the family and also Nabal, the family of Nabal and Nabal himself. And this statement that he made over here is serious. It's not something casual. Sometimes we only say that I'm going to kill you, but it doesn't mean that I'm actually going to kill you. But David and also his servants all have weapons. And all those people were warriors. So therefore, if David were to give command, all of the warrior will go up there for their lives. And in there's a Chinese saying that when you a star massacre, uh, your eyes will turn red. Not only he wanted to kill Nabal, he wanted to kill the entire family of Nabal. All men, all descendants, all servants. And David, uh, for someone who has been, uh, who is of pleasing to God, and a a person like David who was kind-hearted. That is not his original nature. But within a second after he heard uh, the words of Nabal, immediately he changed. Let's not laugh at David because we're not even better than David. If David were to fret over these uh, issues, uh, we the more, uh, we all the more will become fretting. At this very second, he forgot to rely on God. He forgot that God is faithful. And he forgot the fact that uh, Nabal was able to treat him this way, it was allowed by God. And he forgot that God was actually trying David. David forgot that the promise of God will be uh, fulfilled at the end. So what did God promise David? He forgot. But all other people have not forgotten about it. So at this point, it's very easy for him to uh, sin against God. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 4. This statement is very important. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26. Verse 26. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. It says over here, be angry and do not sin. If you don't control your anger, it will turn into wrath. Then with wrath, you will sin. So if you sin, you probably literally are taking a knife to stab someone. 
Or maybe your words coming out from your mouth is as if a knife hurting others. And sometimes uh, to kill someone, you don't need to use the knife in the kitchen. Your words can kill someone. And you can kill a relationship. And you can uh, make a person uh, so hopeless. So what is uh, essentially telling us here is that uh, if you forgot uh, to rely on God you will become very angry you felt that no one is helping you and then you will uh, try to take vengeance uh, by your own hand because uh, you need a vent uh, for your anger and it's just like a pressure cooker where there's got to be a way that you can let out the pressure. So if you actually take vengeance by your own hand, you have already sinned against God. So what it says over here, be angry and do not sin. And you have to control it. Of course, it's so difficult to control. Uh, please turn to Gospel of Matthew chapter 26. Gospel of Matthew chapter 26, verse 51. There's also another uh, person who fret over here. Let's read verse 51. And suddenly one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. So there was a person who was the, uh, a follower of the Lord Jesus. And uh, Matthew was very uh, polite. He did not mention who it, it was there. So Apostle uh, John was very upfront about it. He wrote his name. Uh, oh, this person is actually Simon Peter, who is the eldest among uh, the twelve disciples, who is the most experienced. And he saw that the Lord Jesus has been captured. So he immediately drew his sword. And he cut off the ear of the servant of the high priest. I believe that uh, he was actually wanted to kill that uh, person instead of cutting his ear. It's just that uh, this servant could have ducked uh, so that his only his ear was cut. And he wanted to protect the Lord Jesus. And he felt so unfair for the Lord Jesus to be captured. But uh, he should have known that the Lord Jesus did not need his protection. Because the Lord Jesus will have to give himself up uh, to fulfill the salvation. And his coming is to be uh, end up, uh, to be ended up on the uh, crucifixion. And the reason why the Lord Jesus suffered is to bring about glory. But uh, Peter did not know that. And he was very angry. So he took everything on his own hand. 
大祭司仆人的一个耳朵。So he cut off the ears of the servant of the high priest. 你看主耶稣很忙啊，准备要去钉十字架了，还要弄一个神迹出来把他的耳朵修理好，把他贴回去。So you realize that at that point in time, the Lord Jesus was really tied up. He was focused on his crucifixion, but here he need to perform a miracle to put the ear back to the servant. 真的没有帮忙，还帮倒忙啊！这个。Not only、uh, Simon Peter did not、uh, help anything.、Uh, The Lord Jesus has to help him. 你看是不是犯罪了 ？And did you realize that he has sinned? 所以主耶稣跟他说了，收到入鞘吧。So the Lord Jesus told him, keep your sword. 凡动到的必死在刀下。And、uh, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. 这句话我们要记住啊，动刀的自己会死在刀下。So remember this. All who take the sword will perish by the sword. David, if he takes a sword, he will surely die. So if King David will to kill Nabal, Nabal by himself, he will definitely be killed by Nabal. If he kills so many innocent people, the Lord will never let him go. If he kills so many innocent people, the Lord will never let him go. In the future, he will never have a chance to become a king. Because both of his Uh, uh, hands were stained with blood. So if someone who is not treating you anything, you just kill their whole family. What kind of person are you? That is not、uh, what David wanted to be. It is Satan uh, using uh, his anger to control him. Therefore, we need to remember this. For all those who take the sword will perish by the sword. What goes around comes around.、Huh? There's an English saying that what goes around comes around. It means that you will have a certain kind of retribution. So if you were to draw out your sword against someone, One day, someone will draw their sword against you. You 攻击人，有一天别人也会攻击你。If you attack someone today, someone else will attack you in return in the future. 所以要记住神是信实的，这个是一点重要。Therefore, it's very important that we need to remember that God is faithful. 如果你不记得神是信实的 ，If you don't remember that God is faithful， 我们就会做错事，会得罪神。We'll do the wrong thing. We'll do the things that is against the will of God. 我们看看。到底亚比该怎么劝他？要提醒他，神是信实的。Let's look at、uh, how Abigail has、uh, <coughs> advised him、uh, that God is faithful. 我们看扫母耳记上二十五章二十八节。Please turn to First Samuel chapter twenty-five, verse twenty-eight. 啊，扫母耳记上二十五章二十八节。First Samuel chapter twenty-five, verse twenty-eight. Please forgive the trespass of your Maid servant, for the Lord will certainly make for my Lord an enduring house, because my Lord fights the battles of the Lord, and evil is not found in you throughout your days. Here, Abigail reminds David. Over here is a reminder from Abigail to David that the Lord God is faithful. You don't want to take vengeance on your own hand. So you don't want to take vengeance on your own hand. You don't want to take vengeance on your own hand. If you don't take your take the vengeance on your own hand, then the Lord God will take the vengeance for you. 还有呢，神有一天呢会为你建立家室。So that one day the Lord God will build your house. 神帮你，一定会成全的。So the Lord God will fulfill it. 你不要你拿巴这个人呢。And 
do not care anything about this person at all. And you don't take a vengeance by your own hand. Even though he hurts you by his word, but please disregard him. And he didn't want to spare you any food, but please, uh, I will give you food. Please subdue your anger by all means. Because the Lord God is faithful. In the future, uh, God wanted you to be a king. That is the most important of all. And that is how it is in our everyday life. If you remember the fact that uh, God is looking over us in heaven, God will never do anything that is unjust. And God will uh, repay uh, things that you do, good or bad. It may not be at the moment, but God will definitely pay back. If you keep the words of God, uh, because God has promised you He will bless you in the future, that is more than enough, isn't it? If we remember the fact that God is faithful, do we need to do anything at all? We don't need to. Because all these are allowed by God to happen. That is not because of your weaknesses. In the perspective of the world, is you seem to be lame because someone is taking advantage of you and you are not doing anything for yourself. And if someone were to beat you up, someone were to... Uh, scold you, just let them do it. If any anyone were to hurt you, don't uh, fight back. And if someone who's been uh, very scheme, uh, who have schemes over you, uh, then you don't want to do anything. If someone who is slandering against you, don't say anything. All these are uh, a way of showing your weakness, isn't it? And the perspective of the world will tell you this way. But we are just different. Because we have the Lord God looking over us in heaven. Please turn to the book of Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, verse 17. Romans chapter 12, verse 17. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. Verse 18. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peace, uh, peacefully uh, with all men. Verse 19. Beloved, do not avenge yourself, but rather uh, give place to wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. So how can we uh, subdue the kind of uh, sense of unfairness in our heart? Uh, over at verse 17 is a good reminder that do not repay 
with evil for evil. The person may be an evil doer, but you don't want to be likewise. Take for instance, if the person were uh, to curse at you, you don't want to curse him back because you will be just likewise. And if the person were to point you their middle finger, you don't do likewise because you would, be, you would just be like him. If you hate evil, do not repay with evil. What can you do? And you must remember that anger and also vengeance is in the hands of God. And over at verse 19 is very uh, said very clearly that do not take vengeance yourself. Because if you try to avenge yourself, you will get even more angry. And you may uh, go against God. And you will feel uh, fretting. So Paul is telling us what to do right now. It says over here that you rather uh, take a step back. And then you wait for the vengeance of the Lord. Uh, let me uh, reset once again this uh, Chinese word. If you're someone who's easy, easily getting uh, get angry, you must have these words uh, copy on your fridge, on your kitchen, on your office desk. That you rather take a step back. If a person wanted to uh, take your space, then just let him take it. And if he want to cut off your line, just let him cut. If he want to take your parking spot, just let him take it. Just let him do it. And that is so-called take a step back. It is not because we're weak. But rather, we know that all these are in the hands of God. Give place to so over here it says to give place uh, to wrath uh, means that the wrath will be left for the Lord uh, to have. We know that uh, wrath belongs to the Lord because He's the one who takes vengeance at the end. And only the judge uh, can actually uh, make sentences. And you are not to judge. Why are you angry over it? Because God at the end will take vengeance. Give place to wrath. Therefore, Paul said over here to give place to wrath, for it is written. In the Chinese translation, it said, uh, you were, uh, you will be awaiting for the wrath of God. Sometimes we find ourselves uh, being angry first. And we treat ourselves as if we're God. How can this thing be done this way or that way? And we wanted to make a judgment. And we're not God ourselves. Why are we uh, having anger on behalf of God? Because God can see all these, just let Him take His own wrath. And the Bible is very clear on this issue that wrath and vengeance 
is God's. Over here, verse 19, it said, For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. I was referring to God. So vengeance, uh, the right to vengeance is God. And you don't need to uh, avenge yourself. And it doesn't matter if you have been attacked so badly and so much understanding went on and there's so much advantage that you have been taken over and you have been hurt so much. It is good enough that God knows everything. Because the Lord God says the vengeance is mine. Because God is the judge. So you let God uh, to take the vengeance. So if God were to take the vengeance, God will, will uh, repay for you. This is the concept of the Bible. On the other hand, if you were to take vengeance on your own hand, and you try to resolve matters uh, by your own effort, God will never help you. Because you have already initiated it, and you are already doing it. But, uh, or perhaps to the point where uh, you have already done something evil. At the end, God is judging over you. So if David were to kill all of the uh, maidservants in the house of Nabal, so who does God want to judge over with? Is God going to judge over Nabal for not uh, treating or not giving food uh, to David? No, God will not. God will judge uh, David because you killed uh, killed the entire family of Nabal. And if you were to take uh, avenge yourself, God will never take vengeance for you. Because if you uh, take the vengeance yourself, uh, God will take vengeance on you. Because this is the sovereignty of God. Uh, do not uh, breach. So it is good that uh, for the appearance of Abigail at this point in time, sometimes we find our anger was not able to be subdued. Of course, for those who have a high spirituality, perhaps it's much easier to uh, suppress or subdue their anger. But this kind of people is only a handful. Even David himself was not able to do it. So why uh, did David uh, not uh, take things on his own hand? Because Abigail stopped him. Please turn to 1 Samuel chapter 25, verse 32. Chapter 25, verse 32. Then David said to Abigail, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, who sent you this day to meet me. 33. And blessed is your advice, and blessed are you, because you have kept me this day from coming to bloodshed and from avenging myself uh, with my own hand. 
So when Abigail heard that uh, David was about to take uh, revenge, so she quickly brought a lot of food to him. And then she was very humble. And then she said the words that we have just read. And then she analyzed uh, for David <laughs> that you don't want to take vengeance uh, by your own. If you take vengeance on your own hand right now, in the future, you will regret. Because there will be bloodshed on your hand. And these words, uh, David heard. And therefore, at verse 33, David said to Abigail that, Blessed is your advice, and blessed are you. Because you have kept me this day from coming to bloodshed and from avenging myself with my own hand. So David was about to kill. Abigail stopped him from doing it. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's God himself that stopped this uh, killing. So God has sent Abigail to stop David from killing. But it, it also takes uh, David's uh, willingness to listen to the words of Abigail. If God wanted to stop us today from being angry or fretting, but uh, if we don't want to listen, then everything will be uh, useless. Therefore, the Bible says that we have to always pray. We ask the Lord that so we can uh, stop sinning against Him. And if, you, if I wanted to sin against you, please stop me. Don't let me be uh, smooth over sinning. Please turn to uh, Psalm chapter 19. Psalm chapter 19, verse 13. It says over here, He has removed my brothers far from... Far Excuse me. It says that uh, to... Keep back the servant from presumptuous sins. Uh, to keep uh, back your servant also from presumptuous sins. So don't let me do anything that I wish. And sometimes in our prayer, we always ask the Lord that, Lord, please fulfill what I ask for. Uh, don't ask the Lord uh, for things to be smooth for those non-believers, uh, they always ask things uh, to be smooth sailed. In fact, a lot of things that we ask in our prayer is not pleasing of God. And there are things that we have done that is not pleasing to God. And the plans that we have uh, may not be of pleasing to God. Especially the plans or the uh, church work that we have uh, that has been organized under our anger. 
And you look at David, uh, he was so angry that he wanted uh, to take vengeance. But God was displeased. But God loved David. So God gave him last chance. So to let Abigail to stop him. And thank God uh, he listened to uh, her words. So if God were to stop us today, are we willing to listen to the words today? And we should not be only asking the Lord to help, 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 help. And we need to ask the Lord to stop. If I were to sin, please, Lord God, stop me from sinning. If this is not of your will, please stop me. Don't let me sin. Don't let me uh, do presumptuous sins. And from another perspective, and we must also be friends of others. So if our if our friends or our family members was about to sin, we must stop them from doing it. And you find that this person was fretting over things. And he was very angry. And he was about to depart from the Lord. And he said things that is against uh, God. Even to the point that he wanted to hurt others. If you, are your, if you are his friend or if you are his family member, what will you do? And what you should not do is to push him around. If you are a spiritual person, and just like Abigail, uh, she was very smart and she has sound advices. And she encouraged uh, David not to do that. And her words was able to calm the fretting in the hearts of David. And David listened to her words, uh, so she, he stopped. And that is so-called wisdom. Uh, therefore, uh, being uh, this uh, fret is something uh, fretting is uh, something very hard to counter. And first of all, we need to understand if we have this kind of problem. And second, if God were to stop you, you must be able to realize it. And you should not just uh, keep on charging ahead. And then if you find people around you have been fretting, you must try to stop them so that to, to calm them down. That is the real way of helping them. Don't be afraid, afraid and to lead you into sinning. But you have to rely on God. And then you have to do good. And the Lord God will help us. Please sing him. 244首 Please sing hymn number 244 